We're talking to Jimmy Dykes. He's the uh, ESPN college basketball analyst. I think you've you've, uh, commented on over a thousand college basketball games for ESPN. But his new book is called The Film Doesn't Lie. It's in bookstores. If you can't get a bookstores, it's on Amazon. You can go get the PDF version online. It's a tremendous book. I read it this weekend. Just a very inspirational book. J- Jimmy, thanks for coming on Iron Sports. Iron man, thanks for having me. It's uh, kind of a odd, different, new time in our country right now, and I appreciate your time today with me. Well, I mean, your book is a very inspirational type of book, and it's uh, and you're using your the, you're using lessons from sports into people's everyday life. And I guess I would, you know, in terms of talking about the present situation, I mean, sports, we're not watching, like, the person who's trying to find the cure for coronavirus, we're not actually have a camera watching them do that, even though it's the most important thing you could imagine. We don't see the doctors working. We don't see um, even artists, like a Shakespeare writing a novel. But sports is unique because we actually are watching these athletes perform on a day, you know, everybody on TV and everything. So as much as when Charles Barkley goes, we don't want to be a role model, these people, it's something that's related to. We can relate to sports because we watch it every day. So I guess in, in this, these times, what's, what connections do you, what lessons do you have from sports that can help people that are suffering now, that are nervous, that are anxious? What can we apply from we see in sports to everybody's daily life? Well, I think that's a great question. You know, there's so many life lessons that come out of sports. You talk about handling adversity and having determination and, and persistence in your life as an athlete. I think all those lessons cross over to real life, and certainly for all of us where we are right now. And you know, that's, that's the heart of my book. It's a, it's a sports book, and I give a lot of different stories and, and lessons I've learned through my time with ESPN and coaching all across the country, but it goes much, much deeper than that. You've read the book yourself, so you understand it, but it's, I think it's so important uh, as an athlete uh, or as a person to take time, like honest time to evaluate where you are as a player, where you are as a person, and that's the heart of my book, to take the readers into that inside world of what that evaluation process looks like from a coaching and a player standpoint, and that's where that term, the film doesn't lie, comes from, because it doesn't. And if a reader, you know, goes through the book and takes it to heart and creates intentional time and space in their heart to look at their life, like a coach looks at a game film, I think tremendous growth and tremendous change can, can, can come into somebody's heart and somebody's life from it. So uh, that's, that's kind of the crossover between sports and real life. Well, a lot of people don't realize how much time coaches and I, all my, I have a lot of friends in the coaching community. And I mean, I think they must spend 10 hours a day. It seems like watching film and it's not just watching the game. It's watching every little aspect. And one little thing I, I gave an example last week's show, my friend Mike is coach Robert Morris. And he noticed that one of their guards uh, when they set a pick would like to always get a little bit of space, which gave you time to come in and then push the guy back farther on a three, which is a small little like a two inch difference. And right Right before during a walkthrough, he he kept hammering it at home to his team and they utilized that in the game. And the point is, is that the coaches use these tapes to help them get ready for these games to deliver life and look back at also not for, forward what games they're playing, but also games they've done with what they can improve on. And I guess you're trying to get people to look back, not in, with that critical eye on what they've done in their lives and, and, and make improvements and look at the tape because it doesn't lie. It's what you have done and how to not make those same mistakes and how to uh, improve in the future. 
No, that's exactly right. And that's, man, that's, it can be hard sometimes to watch a film and see, you know, the areas that we're doing good, but also to see those areas that we're not doing so good. And this, this book will take the reader through that same process. And, but that's really the only way I, I think that real lasting change and a more authentic walk with God can ever come about in our life is when we just get very quiet uh, before the, before, before God and very transparent with our heart with him about how we are and who we are in different areas of our life. And then let the power of his Holy spirit and his written word changes. And that book will take all of us right to those spots. And that's, you know, that's the beauty of, like I said earlier, creating time and space in our life to go through that process. And, and, uh, I, I, I know the book will speak to reader in different areas. I've heard from readers all across the country. It's much more than a sports book. You don't even have to like sports, I think, to to get good growth and, and uh, good change in your life from it. But certainly, if you like sports, the two are going to cross over really well. Uh, and there's it was, a, it was a challenging thing for me to write, to be honest with you, because it challenged my own heart to look at my own my own path and trajectory and where I'm going in different areas in terms of the words that I use, the word choices that I use, the how much unforgiveness I found in my heart that I had towards a situation or others from my past that I needed to get right. There's a lot of different things that I talk about. It challenged me as I wrote it, and I know it will challenge readers as they read it. And you talk about, I mean, one of the coaches, I mean, you're sitting there, you know, I said you've covered over a thousand college basketball games when you meet with these coaches. And one of the coaches you've met many times and worked, you know, her games is Coach K. You talked about a game last year against Louisville when they were down 23 points with a few minutes to go in the game. And, and you asked Coach K actually before the game and after the game, and he goes, and he said, you have to have a strong face even when you don't feel strong. And I think that's for today's world. I mean, when you come and you're, you're looking at your family and you're nervous because you don't know what's going to happen and you don't know what everything, but your children are looking up for you. Your children are looking for the parents to sort of set the tone. And so you also have to have that strong face, even, even when there isn't, you know, when, when you don't feel strong yourself. Yeah, that was a, that was just a great, uh, just a great moment, a great day with coach K just the comeback that they had against a really good Louisville last year. And, to watch Coach K work during that game and talk about what he talked about within the game. And this, the, the, man, the power of our words is so important, not only in terms of how we talk about other people, but what we say about ourselves and our circumstances and our situation. And that's very important right now with what our country's going through, just our, our mental approach to it, our spiritual approach to it, and how intentional we are about our thoughts our words and, and how we're all trying to get through this time in our country. So I, I, if nothing else, I know that one chapter, the power of our spoken words is very timely and it can be very useful to people right now. And you mentioned about not just, I mean, we don't, all have the luxury to have a Coach K in our lives to 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 motivate us, and and you mentioned like a Justin Rose, who was a, one of the top golfers in the world, and how uh, when he plays golf, and you meant, when you were following him, how he motivated himself in terms of even when he's making him a shot, what he would just talk to himself and get himself motivated, and 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 you notice that a lot of the others, these star athletes, that's what they do. It's not this cocky overconfidence, just that even when I hit a bad shot, I've got to just keep motiv- being your own. Coach coach and motivating yourself to keep performing well yes i mean we, we listen to our own voice as individuals more than any other voice in the world in a 24-hour period so 
I think it's so important to, to pause and reflect on how that voice, talking about our own, how it aligns with what God says about us, our own written words, and the, the words that we use, and how does that align with what He says who we are and how we are to be. So uh, it was, you know, it's it's an easy read. This, this book, The Film Doesn't Lie, is an easy read. Uh, I wrote it. I don't use big words when I talk. I didn't <laughs> use big words when I, when I wrote it. But it's also a very hard, challenging read for people that want to change in their life, want self-improvement, want a more authentic, closer walk with God, and just a, a more life-changing, I guess, relationship with Jesus in their heart. And I know this book will point readers in that direction. Yeah, I mean, one of the thing, what aspects in the book is if a chapter, uh, this, we're talking to Jimmy Dykes, the author of The Film Doesn't Lie, is um, we have is the idea of surviving the, surviving the drought. And you talked about Austin Hatch who, and, and everything he was through, and you can you know, describe a little about him. But in terms of when, and you, and you, you put it back to sports analogies in terms of when the, it's getting the tough, when the game is the most difficult, is how these pl- teams and, and players are able to just still survive, even when it's just a total disaster around them. Yeah, Austin Hatch has an incredible story. I mean, he survived two plane crashes that you're just not supposed to be able to survive. And you know he has a great a great message in his story about resiliency and doing the right things when things don't go your way and and I expand on that quite a bit in that chapter on the drought but man we all we're all going to go through hard times we're all going through one right now uh but there's more to come down the road and we've all been in them been out of them and I think it's so important to be intentional when you're in a difficult spot a hard time in life I think it has to be great intentionality about how you're going about it and the lessons that I've learned uh, through God's written word and the written, the lessons I've learned from watching others go through tough times in sports. You know, I think I, I, I laid out there pretty well for the readers to digest and, and take, take to heart and, and keep that with them throughout their life. When they hit a rough patch, they hit a bump in the road. I think we're called to handle those times in a certain way. And if we do, man, the growth that can come from that is tremendous, much greater growth than if we don't handle adversity the right way. Yes. I mean, you, and you talk about in your book about like uh, the noise, you know, eliminate the noise. I mean, you hear coaches say that all the time. We just got to eliminate the noise and, and you're in those environments. You're in those at Vanderbilt university when there's 10,000 fans going crazy at Cameron indoor stadium and the ability to, when there's, when, you know, when the news is coming on and there's this and you're getting a thousand texts about how bad, but just sort of eliminating the noise from everyone around you and how the, the great players and the great teams again are able to eliminate those, those noise, the, the noise and excel. Well, I think that's a discipline that has to come with, you know, being very intentional about what you allow into your ears, what you allow into your mind, what you allow eventually into your heart. And if you don't have a plan for that and you're not intentional about it and you don't have barriers and boundaries around you, man, a lot of bad stuff can, can seep into you. And that's not what you want to be in life. At least that's not what I want to be. And, and I think that, more the, the the best leaders, the best coaches, the best players I've ever been around. That's, I think they are tremendous at that at that one thing, and that's eliminating unnecessary, untrue noise in their life. And uh, there's great benefit in doing that for all of us if we can uh, 
understand the discipline and how that works. I mean, Jimmy, your book is just so inspirational. I mean, I, again, it's just you wrote it before we went through this uh, this tough time that we're dealing with now, but it applies then and will apply in the future and applies right now. Um, and one of the aspects you said was about control what you can control and, and how you said that you hear coaches say that all the time. Don't do too much on the court. Don't try to play five positions. Just do your job. Do what you can do and worry about what you can do. And that's like, you know, people out here, we can't solve the, 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 the court. We can't find a court. We can't, you know, treat people that are sick. Most people can. I mean, the people that are doing it are tremendous. But you can control, you know, how you talk to your kids, your wife and your husband and how you talk to your parents. I and, mean, you know, control what you can control. And I thought that's a really great lesson in today's time. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, you know, there's, there's tremendous accuracy and truth in that statement as well. And, but we're all, we are all individually responsible for that. You know, I, I, I can't control what, what only Ira can control and vice versa. Like there are some things in life that's on me and it's on you and it's on anyone to you're, you're in charge of some things in your life and no one can do those things for you. So that takes some maturity. That takes some Strength. It takes some inner guidance. It takes help from the Holy Spirit and, and God's, you know, day-to-day help and strength in our life for those things to come to fruition. But there's, again, that's when great, I think, prosperity and change occurs in a person's life. When they have that plan, they wake up and they execute that plan, they're intentional about it day after day after day after day after day. They just stick with it. And uh, that's that's again just one of the many things I talk about in that book, and I'm not an expert on any of that stuff I talked about. I just know the things that I've been through. I've seen others go through that I've learned from that that I try to share and be very transparent with with the readers in the in the in that book, The Film Doesn't Lie. And you had a great analogy in your book, and I, not analogy, but actually a, because it's an observation, because you go to all these sporting events and you're doing college football and college basketball and college baseball, and Vanderbilt had just won the national championship uh, in baseball. And one of their star players you saw after the end of the game isn't celebrating, isn't (laughs) champagne or whatever they want to do. He's picking up the trash in the dugout because that's what he does all the time. And I think the point is that you just got to stay true to yourself. In the good times and the bad times, you just do the do what you do, do the right thing all the time. And that's what, that's what he did all, all year. When they won and when they lost, he always made sure that the dugout was left clean. And no matter if he had scored, had four home runs in a game. And I just liked how your observation of that was, it was just very interesting. Yeah, that, that story really I mean, it resonated with me because, man, it's so easy when things are really going your way. They just won the national championship to get away from being grounded in who you are as a person and what you stand for as a team or as an individual. And for that uh, Vanderbilt team to, you know, can, to, com- to complete their season like they did as national champions, but then also make sure all the trash was picked up out of their dugout immediately after following that game. And that That's really cool stuff. And that's, man, there's great lessons in there for all of us that the importance of being consistent in your life when things are rolling your way and when they're not. And that, that story was one of my favorite ones uh, in that book. Yeah, I mean, I hope, I mean, as I said, I go to a lot of youth sports and so do you. And I get depressed when I'm looking at the parents yelling at the officials, yelling at other players on teams. And, 
And and we get back to that when you talk about spoken word. I mean, that's one of the depressing things I think about going to high school basketball is the screaming and yelling at the officials who are you know hardly making any money at all, just doing these games and then yelling actually at other players and players on their own team. And I just hope that when this virus is over, people would get this back to sort of an appreciation for sports and appreciation for other people and and, and just the love of what it is. And I mean, that's what you sort of you express that more of a, a thankfulness and appreciation for what we what we what we have. And I think people for. So long maybe took sports and the ability to play sports for granted. I mean, the fact that they have two arms and two legs or, you know, people that are disadvantaged are still playing sports uh, with one arm and one leg. But the ability to go out there and, and to do something and to, to compete, um, we, we sometimes take, we, we've, I think everybody has taken, uh, you know, taken advantage, you know, for, for granted the fact that they have these great gifts. Yeah, and I think that's one of the, hopefully the positives that come out of our challenge right now as a country that we reevaluate individually and collectively in terms of what's really important and maybe what's not so important. And we can easily get that out of balance if we're not careful and intentional. And, you know, I think there will be a lot of good come out of this time in our country right now. It's not going to all be good, but I think there's a great opportunity for a lot of growth for people and for companies and families and, and husbands and wives and dads to, to kind of step back and, and maybe just reset, you know, push the reset button in their life in terms of things that they want to have important from this day forward going on and make an honest evaluation, honest change in that area because that's taking things for granted, man. We all, we all, that's, that's, that's an easy one for us all to fall into that trap. And again, but again, I think it's, it's something that if you're not just directly intentional about your thinking on it, uh, but it, that can happen. So it's, you know, I just I'm looking for good times uh, and positive change in in the lives of people that pick up this book and read it. Uh, and I I just well thank you again for having me on. I know the book has already resonated with with people from all walks of life, from college coaches I've heard from to grandmothers in California to a teenager in Florida. So uh, I, I I think it's a a great opportunity for self-investment is probably the best way for me to finish up our conversation about that book. The book is The Film Doesn't Lie. It's from Jimmy Dykes, ESPN uh, analyst, college basketball, college football, college baseball. Everybody has plenty of time. They're at their home. It's, you know, turn off the TV uh, and just sit down, buy this book and, and read it. And, and, and I liked how you said you know, you actually in part of the book said, stop, stop reading. Think about what I, what you've just read. <laughs> Take time. Don't rush through the book. Enjoy it and savor it. Um, and I really appreciate you, Jimmy, for coming on Iron Sports. Um, it's the book is The Film Doesn't Lie. It's available online. You can download a PDF or you can order it through Amazon. Uh, but I suggest getting the book. It's a phenomenal book. Ira, thank you very much.